We're rolling! Oh my god, that was so loud. We are rolling! You've been talking in a normal voice this entire time. You start the microphone and all of a sudden... I don't know how to talk in a normal voice! Oh my god, we're going to have to edit all this out. Why? <laughs> you are back in town. Yes! Oh god. Uh, You're excited about that. Is this the bit that you were talking about? I don't know. I make it up as I go along. People have shut us off. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll stop. Uh, you are back in town. You, I'm in town for a day. You've been in Zion National Park. I have. And you've been doing Seven Brothers Meet Seven Sisters. Seven Brothers Meet Seven Sisters, and I'm understudying the role of the green notebook. <laughs> it's a very important role. Was Seven Brothers for Seven Sisters the musical version of the Brady Bunch? No. In fact, there is no such thing as Seven Brothers for Seven Sisters. <laughs> no, it's a very famous musical. I think it's Seven Brides for Seven Brothers is the piece you're... Yeah, that's what you're looking for. <laughs> really? Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Really? Yeah, I don't think it... it think about what it is that your title is suggesting. Oh, seven wow. Brothers for Seven Sisters. Well, maybe... They're not related to each other. The brothers are related to each other. The sisters are related to each other. But they're not related to each other. <laughs> Your logic confounds me. Uh, good. <laughs> okay. Go Dodgers! Yay! We're in the postseason! Ryan will be starting at second base for the Dodgers oh, God. in this postseason. That would except be great. for the fact he can't make it to game one because he has to work. <laughs> God. That's horrible. Because otherwise he would be starting at second base. I would be starting so, at second base. if you are watching the Dodger game, Ryan's cell phone number, which I will give you at the end of the episode, you should call him about every five minutes to let him know what's happening. Please let me know. Um, because he loves that. Well, I, I won't be taping it, so I'll be... You won't be taping it? No, I'll be listening to it on the but radio. what if you have a job to do? Like, what if they make you count paper This takes precedence. Really? Yes. You would get fired over this? What if your boss says to you, stop listening to the radio, They won't fool. know. They don't won't know. I'm going to do it surreptitiously. How? Surreptitiously. What, do you have like a little in-the-tooth radio thing? <laughs> no, like I have James Bond? I have what a one-sided you? thing, and I'll just kind of hold it up to my ear. I'll say I have an earache. Really? Yeah. How's that going to fly? Oh, it'll fly fine. Really? Oh, Did yeah. They... Okay. It'll fly fine. Good luck. Good Thank luck you. with that. So we have a special guest today. We do. We do. He's and not here yet, though. He is not here yet, but he will be here in approximately six minutes. We'll, we'll find out how punctual he is. Hopefully more so than I am. Hopefully. And uh, so what are we doing? This is like to lure the audience into staying with us. Right. Beyond the opening bit. <laughs> yeah, beyond the, the brilliant opening bit. You're I have sick. A bit of a, I have a bit of a, a cold. You're sick, I and I'm locked in a room with you. Yes, exactly. With no circulation. None. None whatsoever. Lucky you. <laughs> the, the room doesn't have circulation. You and I do. I don't have circulation. You don't. I stopped breathing earlier today. Really? I did. Yeah, I, I think that's the respiratory system. Oh, that's you not could circulation. Still, you could still have it's the circulation, circulation of air. <laughs> well, it is the... It is the circulation. I mean, you're not talking about blood flowing through this room, are you? Well, I, I was... When you say the room doesn't have circulation, you're talking about air. But when I was talking about us, I was talking about blood. Make up your mind. No, well, it's two different things. But you're talking about it all at once. It well, makes it very confusing. If you say a room has circulation, you're talking about air. If you say a person has circulation, you're talking about blood. The circulatory system. There's a circulatory system, the respiratory system, the nervous system, and the humors. <laughs> you specialize in the nervous system, don't you? I do. I am very nervous. <laughs> you are extremely nervous most of the time. <laughs> By the way, you didn't bother to return the congratulations. My favorite baseball team is also in the playoffs this year. But they're always in the playoffs. They are not always in the playoffs. My For example, two years ago, they were not in the playoffs. But they, were, they just won the World Series. They did. You're right. I con congratulations. The it's, Boston Red Sox made it to the postseason this year. That's a good thing. It's very good. You should never take it for granted. No. No, you shouldn't. I mean, look at what team has been in the playoffs the most in the last, say, 13 years. The Yankees. And are they in it now? No. Good. <laughs> yes. I make my point. <laughs> my point is made. Uh, the Dodgers have not won a post have have won one postseason game in the past 20 years. Yeah. Yes. Which one was it? It was game. Three against uh, St. Louis in 2004. That's the only game they've won in the last how the many years? Postseason game. It's the last one they've won since Game 5 of the 1988 World Series. So the, the, things are not in their favor. They're well, on a bit of a losing streak. Things now, it starts from scratch. Game so, 1 starts from scratch. So they will probably lose Game 1. No, I think they will win Game 1. Okay, in that case, I think they will lose Game 1. All right, well, then we disagree. We're going to have to agree to circulate. 
Ah, uh, no, I don't do things like that. Not with strangers. <laughs> no. So we have this. We have a special guest, and we're going to wait to do viewer mail until he. We are. In the meantime, let's talk about the OTB triple. I went to Ryan's New York style deli yesterday, and I had an OTB triple. This is your favorite sandwich. This was no. This is one of my favorite sandwiches from Ryan's New York style Ryan's deli. Ryan's New York style deli in, in Mount Vernon, New York. I will kill you. It's in Vernon, Connecticut. Exit sixty-five, Vernon, Connecticut. And uh, I got the OTB triple, which after I was with my parents and my wife, and after I ordered it, my dad says to me, you know, my dad used to order that sandwich. And it occurred to me, I probably ordered it because my grandfather did. Like, I was probably there once with my grandfather. That's not XOP's voice. You know, <laughs> my father used to order this sandwich. <laughs> Was that better? <laughs> that was a little is, better. Is that more like what I've been doing as XOP's voice? <laughs> yeah. uh, my father used to order the OTB triple. Yeah, he that's... used to eat tongue by the pound. <laughs> so it's a tradition. You're carrying on a tradition. Apparently so. Uh, and one day your son will go to Ryan's New York Style Deli and order the OTB triple. Okay. That sounds fine with me. I hope I'm there for that. I hope you are too. Uh, because most likely I will have given up my son for adoption, and you and your wife will have taken him, and I will have run off to Bangladesh. And uh, <laughs> wow! Uh, no, none of that is I true. Of did course. not foresee the Bangladesh uh, angle. No, no, no. I, I'm going to get there by by cavalry. <laughs> You're going to say by hook or by crook. <laughs> I don't do anything with hookers. What are you talking about? Uh, say what? Anything. No, what? When have you ever? What? Huh? 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 Oh, man, you've taken us down a windy road to hell. <laughs> wow. So you're doing Showboat. I am doing Showboat. It's a musical. It's about 11 hours long, each performance, and uh, I, I am playing the part of the boat. And you're doing it in Beverly, Massachusetts. Yes, at the North Shore Music Theater. I'm conducting the orchestra. So if you're up in North Shore... If you are in Beverly, Massachusetts, or anywhere near there and want to see Showboat the Musical... Uh, and you have 11 and hours to spare. And, and you have 11. It's really uh, just under three hours, I will be honest. Just under three hours. It is long, but uh, it's but a good production. But the show is long. It's, it's a long a, show. Yeah, and it's a good production. It, it is good. Well, I wish I could see it, but I'll be working. Well, that's too bad. That I, is too bad. I will also be working and seeing it all at the same time. Can you see it this time? Usually you're in another room. Uh, I can see most of it. Do you uh, have a pit this time? Yes, there's a pit. Is there a bass player? Yes, there is. God! There is a very fine bass player by the name of Richard Appleman. Does he ever call out? Uh, he hasn't yet. Really? Yeah, but even when he does, he'll send somebody in to fill in for him. Oh. Well, that's not fun at all. So it is, actually. He's, he's a very good bass player and a very nice guy. Oh, I'm sure he is. So what's your problem with Richard Appleman? I have no problem with Richard Appleman. Well, I would hope not. He's a nice guy. I'm sure he is. And a good bass player. I'm sure he is. And a nice guy. I... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. He well, plays bass lines. Well, speaking of sandwiches, maybe we should just take a look at this one, this this puzzle from Teen Week. Uh, we're just going to do puzzles instead of viewer well, mail or waiting I, for a, a, a special guest to show up? Well, I, right. I, I think we need to vamp. Fine. So, Monday, September 8th. We this don't know a, if we ever talked about this puzzle, but we're going to talk about it I now. I really don't think we did, because it, no? is, it is about This sandwiches. was way back during Teen Week. This was have back we when you were a teenager this? that this puzzle was written. Maybe we have talked about So, you about were a this. teenager, what, like 30 years ago? 30 to 40 years 40 ago. 40 years ago? Yes. Something like that. So, this was the week where all of the puzzles were created by teenagers. I think we talked about this. I think we did, too. I think we did all of Teen Week already, did in we? fact. Do you think so? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should skip this then and then move on. Let's do it again and see if anybody even notices that we've already done it. Since nobody listens anyhow, what's the big difference? I have a plan for people to start listening. I know you do. Let's talk about this puzzle by Oliver Hill, uh, uh, resident of Will Shorts's uh, sewing kit. Uh, he lives in an etui in Will Shorts's <laughs> den. Uh, he's written this puzzle that has four uh, theme answers, which, uh, what do we have? We have... 20 across is Cranky Street Performer. Oh, we've totally talked about Organ this. Grinder. No, I know we talked about this. 36 across U-Boat, German Sub. 41 across <laughs> Heaviest Iron in a Golfer's Bag, Sand Wedge. Wow. What makes you think we've talked about this? Well, I just remember 50 it across Don Juan EG, Romantic Hero. Yeah, Four we... sandwiches, a grinder, a sub, a wedge, and a And hero. the sandwich is your favorite. Oh! And uh, I think we have a guest uh, uh, approaching us here. Oh, calling. Oh, look at that. All right, well, we should answer it. All right, let's answer it. Hello? 
Hi, it's Jim Horn. Hello, Jim Horn. This is Brian Simmons. This is Ryan Hecht. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Brian. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, not bad. It's a beautiful, beautiful day here in Seattle, and so, you know, of course I'm feeling good. They, we don't have enough of those here. No, well, that's excellent that it's a good day. It's a terrible day here in New York. It's cloudy and gray and rainy. It's like Seattle, I think. Yeah, I think you've sent us your weather. Exactly. Well, we swapped. It seems fair. I don't know about that part. In what world is it fair? What what did we gain from this, the Seattleness of your air? (laughs) Well, you know, maybe if you get the Seattle, uh, whether you can actually breathe clean air as well. So there's something good there. Oh, interesting. interesting. Do you interesting. think we do we have the cleanliness of Seattle air as well as the color? We don't have the cleanliness or the color. So you think that? Oh, sorry. So right now, like we're in Queens in New York, and uh, it's gray and cloudy, and the air is gross. Yes. Yeah. Well, so you got the worst of all worlds, and and I'm sure you live there for a very good reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll tell you why I live here. I am too lazy to move somewhere else. We, I think we are closest to the crosswords, though. Well, that's well, true. that's true. That's true. We are closer than, than you're going to be when you start working for them, I think. Yes, I'll be, uh, I'll be doing it remotely, that's for sure. I don't think they're going to give me an office in their fancy new downtown building. Too no, bad, really. That's unfortunate. That I is think. unfortunate. They should give you a private jet, and, and you should be able to go back and forth on your own. I don't know. Does Will even have an office? Does he have a jet? I don't think he does has Does Will jet. Shorts have his own jet? I don't think so. I'm sure he has an office. Do you know, Jim, does Will Shorts have his own office? Ian, you know, I, I can, uh, I'll do a Sarah Palin and tell you, I'll get right back to you on that <laughs> one. I, no idea. I do believe he does most of his work from his home, though, which I believe is Connecticut or something. Because in wordplay, there was no New York Times office. There was just his, his home. Well, you know, it's, it's high security at the New York Times, of course. I'm learning all about that because I'm uh, getting, you know, to trying to figure out how to put the blog all together, and it's all behind their corporate firewall, meaning that there's all kinds of elaborate security I have to work through, much more complicated than just using TypePad that I used to on my old blog. Wow. So I, have, I have a card, I'm looking at it right now, that uh, includes part of my password, and uh, it's a series of digits that changes every 60 seconds. Is it so really? So for me to edit my own blog, I have to you know find this little card and, and look at it and type in these numbers in the correct order. Wait, wait, the card is, is a physical card? It's a physical card, yeah. And it, the numbers keep changing? Yeah, it's like a little credit card with some numbers on it. And uh, every once a minute, numbers change. And or is it digital or LCD? or? It's a little LCD display, yeah. Are you James Bond? <laughs> <laughs> that is so James cool. Warren, James Horn. Cool. We have to get that for our blog. <laughs> I think any, any blogger worth this salt is going to have one of those. I think you can probably get them on eBay or something. <laughs> We'll wow. have to see if we can come up with... You know what? Actually, now that I think of it, I have several things that have uh, a numeric display that change once a minute. Yeah, well, I mean, I have a computer. I have well, a calculator. I, I have clocks. Oh, you have clocks. Yes, my, my clocks all... They, those numbers change once <laughs> well, a not, minute. It's know? not random. No. It may not be sufficiently random, but, you know, it's probably a good system. Well, it's a start. It is a what start. What do you want? I'm no, I'm no James Bond. I am no James Horn Bond here. I am a mere piano-playing lackey. So how, how, I mean, since we're talking about the blog, how did that come about? How did, did you, did you know, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that you had a relationship with Will before. I, I met Will for the first time at the uh, Crosser Puzzle Tournament last uh, February, and um, he, uh, you know, I got to shake his hand, and, and we spoke, you know, 12 words, and that was about it. And one day I was in my office. I've always wondered when I might get the call from the New York Times, you know, because somebody's going to say, uh, Jim, uh, that crossword site that you did is really great, but our lawyers have decided that you can't really, you know, <laughs> uh, use all our, our intellectual property that right. way. And so when the phone call came, I was, I was quite prepared for it. You know, I thought, okay, yeah, sure, I'll chat it down, no problem. But the actual phone call was rather different. It was... Uh, you know, we're we're thinking of uh, changing t- from the forum to a blog, and, and would you be interested in writing it? And it kind of surprised me and delighted me at the same time, and so I said, sure. And that's it. The reasons behind it, I'm sure somebody knows, but they're kind of mysterious to me. And and how long have you had the blog? Did you have it before you met Will? Oh, yeah. I started the blog nearly a year ago, okay. about 10 months ago, I guess. Um, just kind of as an experiment. I didn't really know what was going to happen with it, but I love crosswords and I love writing. I wanted to uh, 
uh, set up a blog for about something for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And, and the New York Times crossword puzzle is uh, a great thing to blog about. You guys know this because if you're a writer, you don't need inspiration. Inspiration comes to you every morning in the paper right. and with this you know list of topics. And the way I blog, I, I blog a little differently than most of the others, I think. I often don't say very much about the puzzle, but I'll let the puzzle suggest some topic that I want to talk about. Right. And um, so, you know, it's just a, it's an idea generator. So it's, it's it made it very simple to, if I wanted the discipline of writing every day about something interesting, well, there's a list of topics that comes every day. I have to do a little work to find out what the topics are. I have to solve the puzzle, but um, it always gives you something interesting to talk about. Okay. And fr- from there, um, I started... Because I was talking about the puzzle every every day, I, I started to see it in a different way. I started to see it as not just a, a diversion for my entertainment, but really as an art form, uh-huh. and, and with these very very strange constraints. You know, fifteen by fifteen grid. The blocks have to be symmetric in some sense. You know, themes ought to be symmetric. There's all kinds of rules about how the letters have to interlock. You can't have orphan squares and, and all this kind of stuff. And it. it Started, kind of amazed me, you know, that that English, this random language that was not actually designed with crosswords in mind, but you know, sort of evolved in its own sense. We take these these words and these weird, highly constricted rules, and and do this little game every day mm-hmm. for just for our enjoyment. And it, it made me think, well, what are the consequences of that in terms of what? Uh, constructors had to do to be able to make an enjoyable puzzle. And so I, I started trying to do statistical analysis on the puzzles to see, you know, what, what fell out. I, the first thing I wondered about was what were the you know, most popular answer words. And mm-hmm. once I did that, it, uh, there's a whole range of statistical questions that I could ask. And, and, and so I that's how... I just you guys to sleep, didn't I? No, I, no, no, no. This, God, is this is the most fascinating thing that's ever been on the show. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is already my favorite podcast ever. <laughs> And it included ten minutes of absolute uselessness before you called. Yes. Like, oh, oh, and that, that's that's unusual because yeah, I have to say I am a fan of the podcast. I I, I don't know why there is often stretches of, of uselessness, but it's uselessness <laughs> in a pretty charming way. I, I don't well, know. You guys have got something going there. Oh well, thank you very much. Well, I'm thanks. surprised that you've listened to. It. I'm surprised that anybody listened. Yeah, to it. I didn't think anybody actually listened to our show. I thought we just like I listen to it in the car sometimes, yeah, right. and you listen to it. Right. You don't know. Well, I can confess that I listen because I know that no one else is going to hear of that. So <laughs> it's a safe. Con- your confession is safe with us. Yes, your secret exactly. is safe. So is and so then you you started Xword Info. After, did you start that? You started after the blog, correct? Yeah, I started writing the blog first, and uh, you know I just started thinking about you know most solvers don't even think about how puzzles are constructed, right? Mm-hmm. It's just somebody does it, and it's. Uh, you know, I, I get this little joy once a day by trying to solve a little problem. But, you know, why well, they say the, the best way to learn about a subject is to teach. I don't consider what I do teaching in the blog, but it made me think about it every day. And, you know, there's, there's a lot going on there. And, and it made me hugely impressed with the people who could, you know, do this weird art form of... of constructing grids and then there's a whole separate art form about constructing clues on top of the words that eventually emerge from the grid I, it, I just wanted to analyze that and I happened to be a programmer so the tool I had to analyze it was to write a program and, mm-hmm. and um, expert info is the result and did, did you did you physically feed the puzzles in or did you take them from the the website well the the, the, the that's a good question the New York Times started, uh, I don't know, probably around 96 or something like that. They would they published their uh, puzzles, and then they would stick them into this archive section on the, on the website. Right. So it was an enticement for people to want to pay for uh, access to the puzzles. So you could do the daily puzzle, and as an added bonus, you'd be able to look at old puzzles as well. I, I doubt very many people actually go through those old puzzles, but they just kept accumulating them. You know, once a process is in place, tends to stay there whether right. people use it or not. So for me, wanting to do statistical analysis, this was gold. Mm-hmm. I could go into the New York Times and just, you know, uh, I wrote a little program that just would download every puzzle from every date that they had, going back to 96 or so. Um, and so I had all this data. And when I wrote Xword Info, I wrote it such that 
um, if once the puzzle was solved, and in the archives they're all solved, they're all unlocked, uh, and for the new puzzles I just had to solve it, uh, but once the puzzle is solved, the program would read the, the cross-light file, would, it was fairly easy to figure out how to parse, you know, what are the clues and what are the answers, and, you know, it got a little tricky to figure out, you know, rebus and circles and all those sorts of things, but, you know, eventually I, I figured those out as well. Mm -hmm. And so now it's to the point where, you know, I just drop the puzzle, the cross-light puzzle file into the program, it munges it up, um, does all the statistical analysis, puts all the right, you know, fields in the right database columns, and, and um, the uh, information is instantly available. So if there's a new occurrence of Oreo uh, in today's puzzle, then bingo, if I look at, you know, what are the most uh, frequently used words, Oreo, you know, shows the correct count up to today. And then uh, it turned out that... Um, uh, there's a guy named Barry Haldeman, I've never met him, but we've exchanged a lot of email, who collects electronic versions of puzzles. And he had uh, a bunch of New York Times puzzles going back further than 1996. Uh -huh. And I got from him all the puzzles back to, um, what is it, uh, November 21st, 1993, which happens to be Will Shorts's first puzzle mm -hmm. at the New York Times the first one he edited. So now I have, the database includes every single Will Shorts daily puzzle. I don't have the second Sundays and so on. Um, and I you, thought that was a good place to stop. I didn't want to keep going further and further back because it, the data kind of gets less interesting when you get too much of it. Right. And are but, you going uh, to be able to continue doing this? Am I going to continue to do X-ray info? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, now it's to the point where there's no effort involved, right? I mean, once I solve the puzzle, I can just pop in. There's a little bit of work I have to do when I, I, the most recent puzzle, I think, or one of the recent puzzles was um, uh, by Kathy Ellis Milhauser. And in the database before, she'd always been just Kathy Milhauser. Right, and that always screws me up when, you know, constructors change right. their names. The, the one before that, I think, uh, or a couple before that was um, Barry Silk, and he always used to be Barry C. Silk. Mm -hmm. So I have to, you know, tweak those to make sure that I'm doing the right associations with the authors. But other than those kind of small things, everything happens automatically now. So, so it will live on even though X-Word blog is kind of ceasing. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm contractually obligated to stop the expert blog uh -huh. um, so when the New York Times blog starts, and so I just I stopped it early, so I have some time to work on the New York Times blog before I start to go live with it. And right. is it true you're going to have to uh, delay your reveal on X Word Info by a day? So you. Oh, a lot of people have been asking me about that. So I know that at the, I don't want to speak for the Times, but I, I will. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of discussion about that, and and. Um, uh, we're going to go out of the box with uh, with that rule that yeah the the answer won't be available until it shows up in the New York Times so that's you know delayed 24 hours typically. Um, I think that's uh, uh, it's a little frustrating for me. Certainly, all the other bloggers, including you guys, are you know very happy to reveal the answers as soon as you figure them out. Um, and at the times they understand that, uh, maybe they'll relax that rule. I, I don't know. Um, it, there won't be any constraints on what uh, people commenting on my blogs can. Uh, they can reveal whatever answers mm -hmm. they want. I can even reveal answers. You know, usually when I write a blog post, I, I pick the answers that are interesting and I, I talk about them, and I'll continue to be able to do that. I just won't be able to immediately link to a complete solution. Because we're both of us are somewhat addicted to Xword info. Yes, I, I have a, a button on my toolbar of Firefox, straight to Xword info. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, well, it, it's it, it really is gratifying. Of course, when I built Xword info, I had no idea that anyone was uh, ever going to look at it. I thought maybe some uh, constructors here and there might be interesting, and then you know I knew about the Cruciverb database, and I wanted to find some things that my database did that was different. So. I was able to, I have a lot more data than they, well, not a lot more, but some more data than they do. I go back further in time, I, I handle rebus puzzles, and they don't, and so on. And it turned out that just those small things, and maybe, you know, a little nicer user interface that uh, Rob and Troy designed for me, um, made it a, an attractive place to hang out, and I spent way, way too much time there. I, I did it for my own amusement, and I'm still amused by it, and I actually get a lot of hits. Uh, on, you saw I I'm sure that I've stuck ads there recently. I don't get a lot of money on the ads, but I was getting enough hits that it was kind of crazy not to do that. 
Wow. Uh, and is there something that stands out as incredibly interesting, like the most interesting thing you found out from doing expert info, or are there a number of very interesting things you found out? You know, uh, uh, boy, that, I wasn't prepared for that question. Um, see, it wasn't on the list you gave me, guys. For <laughs> we give you, you a know, list? There's, there's so much that uh, has surprised me. Uh, you know, as I said, the first thing was what were the most common words. And, and you know, I can look at things like uh, the most common words by length. Uh, let me just see if I can pull it up right now. And, you know, the most... Um, common 13 letter words includes daddy long legs and daddy warbucks you know and <laughs> Hemingway well <laughs> you know I just I find that amusing that I mean amazing. I'm just thinking called freshness factor which is you know, a fairly bogus way of trying to figure out um, if a puzzle uses a lot of unique words or not and there's odd things like there's clumps of three Manny Nosovskis and, uh, and four Sherry Blackards or something in a row that are all, they have almost exactly the same freshness factor. I can't figure out what that means about the constructor, you know, is it the way they think about, oh, I have enough unique words now or something like that? I, um, I don't know. Though. I love the freshness factor. That you re <laughs> that was a new development just like a couple of months ago or something. Yeah, yeah, it? I just, I, I've I add a page every yeah, month or two. Yeah, I, I really love that. I, I'm a huge fan of the expert info site. I just like statistics. I've yeah. always liked statistics. I'm a big baseball nut, and part of that love is the love of the numbers and the statistics. I used to be kind of a math and computer geek, although that has faded as I've gotten generally dumber over <laughs> over maybe the last 10 years. Uh, but I'm still fascinated by all of these stats, and I do love reading them. The, well, there's... there's there's always something interesting to, to pull out from those, you know, but, uh, looking at pangrams or, or, you know, the highest or lowest Scrabble scores. Uh, there's a, a puzzle that Peter Gordon built with a Scrabble, average Scrabble score of one. In, ever, in other words, the entire grid is filled with only letters that have a Scrabble value of one. And, you know, that fell out by doing that analysis. I, there's some pages that I built for myself that aren't public yet because, well, for one reason or another, usually I can't make them efficient enough. Um, but, you know, there's, I, I referenced a while ago uh, um, a puzzle with, you know, that had the most A's ever used or the most E's or something like that. Uh, it's just, it's a way, among other things, to help me find some of the interesting puzzles. And it's also been, because I've, I've looked at every single puzzle going back through the Will Shorts era, so that's, you know, well over 5,000 puzzles now. And uh, it's sort of been a fun trip through memory lane because most of them I remember doing. I've been doing puzzles that long. Mm -hmm. And it's been uh, a chance for me to tag some of my favorite moments. And uh, I've got a, sort of a queue of these that I'll be continuing to trot out. And it's fun to be able to share, oh, you know, this is a special puzzle. This is really clever and I liked it for this reason. Mm -hmm. Or I'm not going to tell you why I liked it. Just give it a try and you'll see why it's similar to today's puzzle or something. Yes, I've enjoyed those sorts of links when you put those in your recent blog posts. Right. You know, this one is like a puzzle from nine years ago, and solve it for yourself, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. I enjoyed those. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Have uh, any? Have you heard from crossword constructors saying that they use your statistics in their constructing? I've heard. I hear from a lot of constructors. <laughs> uh, maybe it'll surprise you some of the comments that I get. Um, First of all, what's something that surprised me is every single constructor, without exception, who's contacted me has been very positive about the website. Well, that's good. Uh, I was worried, for example, about, you know, I uh, have one of my thumbnails pages is all the puzzles by a certain constructor. So I, I worried that, you know, even Manny Nosowski seeing his entire oeuvre really, uh, reduced to a single web page must be a little disheartening, but actually <laughs> they enjoyed that a lot. Well, that's good. Um, when I hear from constructors, very often it's uh, correcting an error that the Times has never bothered to correct. I, there was one puzzle that uh, erroneously had the wrong author, and I fixed that up. Uh, it was, um, uh, I get a lot of suggestions about things like how the freshness factor really should work. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I get a lot of questions about, uh, uh, oh, you know, I, I only show constructors on the constructor pages when they have 10 or more puzzles. Well, why aren't I including collaboration puzzles in that list? And so that's actually something I'm going to be working on in the next little while. So they have lots of suggestions, and the suggestions always imply that they take this very seriously, as uh -huh. if, you know, this goofy little website that I built is important. Well, 
I like that. And it's given me a sort of sense that um, I'm sort of an archivist and historian in a way that the New York Times hasn't been because they've never had the data organized in a way that they could be, you uh-huh. know, to point out things like, um, you know, this is uh, the fourth pangram in a row by Barry Salk or something like that. Well, yours seems to be the most official record book that exists. Yeah. I mean... It, which kind of shocks the heck out of me. And I, and I think really that's part of why the New York Times was interested in talking to me. They realized the value in, in the website. They liked the way that I talked about the stats from my blog. And, you know, it's a way to, for them to ensure that I'm going to keep doing both of those things that they found valuable. Now, have you ever constructed puzzles yourself? Oh, I've done, uh, you know, for, uh, I've played around with Crossword Compiler for uh, friends. Um, and, I've never submitted anything for publication or even tried to build anything for publication. And, and I, think that's, I think that's okay. Um, I, I don't really think of myself as a critic of crossword puzzles so much, but even if I were a critic, I think um, being uh, outside of the creative uh, process you know, is, is valuable. Um, I don't. If I did construct, I know that, for example, Rex and Amy both construct, and so when um, they talk in their blogs about the puzzles, they have a different perspective than I have because I've, I've never done that. But um, again, my uh, my my sense is that that I can talk about puzzles. I think as you guys do as well, from the perspective of the solver, and that's kind of what's interesting for people. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Now, are you, is there a chance that that Expert Info is going to move over to be officially part of the New York Times, or is it still going to remain separate? Well, we, we, we you know, I, without getting into all the <laughs> contractual uh, negotiating we did, um, you'll see some changes to the site to make it look like uh, enough, more of an official uh, New York Times site. Um, the, the net result of it all is that, um, you know, they... Uh, New York Times owns the data that I use, mm-hmm. and uh, so and I own the the code. There's some significant intellectual property of my own, I suppose, in, in building the website. And so, um, Expert Info is sort of going to be a, a joint production that we share ownership of. But it's going to um, it's going to you know be branded New York Times. It'll probably have New York Times ads instead of my goofy Google ads that I have now. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, it's 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 going to have at least a quasi-official status, and I'm I'm thrilled about that. I think that's you know, yeah, that's uh, fantastic for some little uh, hobby that I started. I think that's pretty fun. And and do you think now that you're officially your blog is officially part of the New York Times, do you think you're gonna are you you think you're gonna have to censor your blog a little bit more? Do you will you feel comfortable being critical of the puzzles or critical of the crosswords or? So well, there's two parts to that question. First, in terms of uh, being critical of the crosswords, um, I've been assured by Will and the, what I call the box team of the Times, that's a Garson Hemfield. <laughs> uh, 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 I love they that. They absolutely do not want to censor my opinions, that they want me to be able to, to be as free as I ever was about saying I like something or I don't like something. Um, I, you know, I. I, I tend to be impressed with the puzzles. I think they're all mostly pretty good. Yeah, and yeah. For ones that uh, I love, I, I'll go on about why I love them. And for ones that I don't love, I'll just you know pick something interesting to talk about and, and not talk so much about the parts that uh, that bug me for one reason or another. Um, but there are some differences that will I'll, I'll have to adhere to. I, I got in the mail a, a giant New York Times style guidebook that I, you know I'm supposed to follow. I have an editor to work with who will help me, but a lot of the Times style constraints are kind of odd. And the example I think I blogged about was for you know IBM, the company whose official name is just IBM, doesn't stand for anything. And the New York Times is I dot B dot M dot. No one else seems to do this, but. That's part of the time style, so I have to I have to learn this stuff. Wow. Um, there's also issues around um, when when you guys do a blog and and you want to include an image, you probably go to your favorite search engine, might start with a G, um, <laughs> uh, and you just you type something in and find a picture you like and slap it onto your website. Who was? No, we take all those probably pictures. Probably care very much if you have the rights to that photo. Right. I certainly didn't on the Jim H. Crosser blog. Right. Well. New York Times absolutely cares about that sort of thing because right. they don't want to get sued. No one's going to sue me. I don't have any money, but New York Times, you know, has a couple of bucks at least, so right. it's more important. Um, 
and plus they have a reputation to maintain. You know, they, they uh, care about protecting the intellectual property of their their own work, of their own writers and their own photographers, and so on. So they have to be careful about um, uh, plagiarism or, or you know using text or images without permission. Uh, the flip side, though, is I have full access to the New York Times uh, image library. I can just talk to the image people and say, I need an image of, you know, uh, Ryan or Brian standing on their head uh, while the other rides a unicycle. And if they have that image, I'll be able to use it. Well, I'm sure they do. I'm looking forward to your opening <laughs> blog on the New York Times. That picture is going to sell a million. Now, will, will Will Shorts have any input? Uh, Will will no doubt be a guest writer, uh-huh. and uh, he and I have already chatted about. Uh, he's he's actually helped me a little bit already in the Jimmy H. Crosser blog. I, I, some people might have noticed that it was a strange coincidence a couple of times when I had a an interview ready to go with a constructor the day the puzzle came out. Well, you know, I I got tipped off about that something wow. special was happening, and okay. this constructor was um, going to be interesting. The um, the amazing Kevin G. Durer puzzle that right. with the you know, fewest number of blocks in the history mm-hmm. of the New York Times. I, I ran a nice interview with Kevin that day, and it's because I, I had a heads up about that as well. Um, so Will is already sort of uh, helping me connect to uh, constructors, and uh, I, he'll you know, let me know if there's something interesting from his perspective, and I expect he'll be a guest blogger from time to time as well. So, I mean, there's, there's like info, inside info that, that, that we would like. Like, I think uh, a few months ago, those two appearances of Nabes, one yeah. was on Saturday, and then I think it came back on Monday. I, I thought that that was a joke that Will played on all of us, personally. <laughs> um, so, I mean, if you, if you think that there's something fishy going on like that, will you be able to, to talk to him and say, Will, were you uh, put it playing a gag on us? What was it? Because we all thought that was bizarre. I expect to continue to reveal the dark side of Will Shorts, okay, and uh, um, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Excellent. Yeah, I, it's really been fascinating for me. I've only seen the tip of the iceberg in, in the uh, puzzle construction side. You know, I, I don't, I haven't, I don't talk to uh, Will about editing puzzles or anything. Mm-hmm. But the whole process behind, you know. Uh, just getting them up on the website and, and figuring out what goes where, when, and, and all the fact checking and so on. Um, I'm, I haven't been involved as a fact checker, but I've been uh, CC'd on a lot of mail back and forth about, oh, is this conclude completely accurate in this case? And if, you know, if it's acceptable, why might it be? Or is it too hard for this day of the week or something? Those are all the things that, you know, I, I assumed, I guess, somebody did that stuff. But mm-hmm. to kind of see it in action has really been fascinating. Wow. And when is it going to start? Do you know? Do you have a start date? Uh, well, uh, uh, September 15th, unless we've already gone past that. Um, <laughs> uh, the latest date is, I don't, I'm going to guess, maybe uh, October 15th or something around October there. 15th, um, all right. We're still working through some technical details. This is a blog, unlike any that the Times has done. There's a lot of different blogs on the Times, mm-hmm. but none of them kind of work the way a crossword puzzle does. Um, uh, we have to. It's just we have to redesign some things. There, even um, the artwork is still being tweaked at this point. So, uh, I'm not sure when it's going to happen, but I'm going to guess a couple of weeks or so. Now, this is unrelated to the blog, but related to the New York Times. Do you foresee any improvement in the applet? I personally, I hate the applet. We all hate I think the applet. the applet is terrible. You're a programmer and you're a genius, and now you work there, so. Can the applet, will the applet ever be any good? So here's why I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) The applet is useful if you want to time yourself. And um, I used to sometimes time myself, and then I saw how slow I was compared to the really fast people, and I just don't care anymore. So across lights, the way I do puzzles, I I download them, I print them off, and I grab an actual... Um, I used to use pen until I was at the Crosser Puzzle Tournament, and I sort of had to learn how to use a pencil. And, and so now I, I use pencil and, you know, do it in a relaxed position lying down on the couch or something. I think that's the way to do puzzles. Well, now that's all well and good. You are extremely smart. I am only about a Tuesday-level smart. So, like, anything after Tuesday, I have no confirmation, even when all the squares are filled, that it's at all correct. And oh, so... so you, I, 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 misspoke. You have to not only care about being fast, you have to also not really care to get it all right. Well, all right. Well, maybe that's important then. Because across light, it, it won't help you know if you're right or wrong until the next day. 
because it's not unlocked. Yeah, you know, when I, when I was doing the blog and, and I would solve a puzzle, I would sometimes go to the applet just to, uh, you know, you can, instead of time your solution, you can just check your solution. Right, and right. I would sometimes do that. Um, I, I don't know. Those Java applets are all annoying. I don't think any of them are any good. I think it's a pretty hard problem to try to solve, to write a, a program that works well within a web page. And but on the other hand, you know, you see... Amy Ronaldo or Dan Fair or these guys who, you know, can do a Saturday puzzle in 38 seconds using that stupid applet. It's so, ridiculous. You know, been able to figure out how to it, work. It's really – now, I know Dan Fair personally. I've never met Amy Ronaldo. I have a feeling she's not actually human. But <laughs> Dan Fair, I've met – he actually is human. Like, he's a, he's a, he's a guy. Like, he's just a guy. And, yeah. And he can solve a Saturday in 38 seconds, like you said – I don't understand it. I don't, I don't understand it And either. with the stupid applet, it just makes me want to kill myself. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's the applet that really makes that impressive. You know, the, um, as I've said many times in my blog, I sat right behind Tyler Hinman at the Crossword Puzzle Tournament. Yes. And, uh, you know, I would, by the time it took me to write my competitor number on the back of the page <laughs> and turn it over, Tyler already had his hand up. Uh, so, but I could, you know, th that's impressive. But to wield that crazy applet in the same period of time is a true skill. Yeah, that is amazing. I found the tournament quite uh, terrifying. I don't, was it your first tournament this past year? Yeah, it was my first one, and uh, I had no idea what to expect. I just wanted to go there and have fun, and, and I did. I did meet Dan. <laughs> I met Amy and a bunch of other people. Um, I, if you were there, um, you, you might remember that... Uh, in Will's first talk, he had uh, the bloggers, me, Rex, and Amy, at least stand up. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, if you know, you guys started post that, right? Yeah, we yeah, started we right after that. Yeah, so, you know, you'd get a chance to be introduced next year, I bet. Well, we, um, we've had some, some contact with Will, and we've just found him to be incredibly nice and generous. I mean, incredibly well, sure. so. Uh, you know, he's, he's a gentleman. That's what everyone says about him. And, um, uh, yeah, he's. I think he's the perfect guy to have that job. You know, you want to entrust the job of of, of owning that important cultural institution to a very remarkable person, and Will is a very remarkable guy. Yeah, yeah he's he, great. He is. We had the pleasure of meeting him in person at Lollapazoola. Our cross at our uh, yeah. miniature, meaningless <laughs> little puppet show. <laughs> that we had. Our little tournament that we tried to pull off a yeah, month or so ago. Yeah, and he stopped by. It was he amazing. He stopped by. He was. couldn't have been nicer. It was yeah, really. Uh, I'm just now looking up uh, on the crosswordtournament.com. I just looked up your score, Jim. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm 895 out of 917, <laughs> so, I think. No, you were 463rd out of 699. Yeah, there you go. That sounds about right. Yeah. I was, there was, uh, there's a cutoff point to, like, um, if next year you have to be at a certain percentage to get out of the E division and go up into the D division, and I just missed that cutoff, which is great because that means I get to compete in the lowest division again next yeah, so, year. Yeah, so do we. Yes, we definitely <laughs> also get to compete in the E division next year. I planned on missing that cutoff. <laughs> that was all part uh, of the plan. But uh, the, the, the tournament, I don't know if, if some of your listeners are thinking about whether to go or not. I, I did have a great time. It was really fun. And it's one for the reason that everybody talks about. You get to hang out with a bunch of other people who have this bizarre proclivity to stick letters into squares, you yeah. know? I mean, it's, it's a crazy thing. And, and to hang out with other people who love doing what you do, uh, it's just fun. I, it, it I thought the tournament was great. I yeah. had a blast. I'm we looking did. forward to the next one. I had never been before. I was terrified. I really hope my numbers go up. I, I'm just, I'm hoping I do better next. If I do worse at this next tournament, <laughs> then I may just quit forever and, and be done with it. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. So, well, we're all looking forward to the um, the blog. I think we had one other question we do have for one you other... that has absolutely nothing to do with anything we've talked about yes. so far. Um, we... I'm ready. I'm, I'm prepared. I'm sitting down. Excellent. Okay. You probably uh, know this subject very well. It's it's free cell. We want to know about free cell. <laughs> did you invent free cell? Yeah. Did you invent the game and write the program, or like what what is that? How did that happen? Uh, I did not invent the game. I wish I could say I did because I do think it is kind of a perfect solitaire game uh -huh. because it's a game where uh, it it's over in three or four minutes, so it doesn't take a lot of time. You can win just about every time. But you play and you win, you play and you win, and you get a little bit cocky. You think, oh, I have this game down, and you don't play quite enough, pay quite enough attention, and bango, you get slapped down. Uh -huh. So it's, you know, uh, 
it's it's a wonderful little game. It was I first saw it on a computer system called Plato, educational computer system. And before I moved down to the United States, I uh, wrote a there's a system called CompuServe. It was kind of the pre-internet uh-huh. thing uh-huh. where you could um, stick among other things stick up programs to sell as shareware. And I made a, a, a DOS version. It didn't even have graphics. It just had little DOS characters for the, the card suits and stuff. So I made this little uh, game, and, and I asked people to send me 10 bucks if they liked it. And I actually made quite a bit of money from people <laughs> just randomly sending me 10 bucks. Um, and then when I moved down to the United States, I, I worked for this software company called Microsoft. And <laughs> oh, I think I've heard of them. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, yeah uh, little outfit in Redmond. It was fairly small when I when I joined. Um, and we were working on uh, this new thing called Windows. Uh-huh. And Windows, uh, a lot of people didn't like Windows because DOS was really, really fast. And, and why would you ever want to run more than one program at a time? And this graphical user interface thing, it was never going to, you know, mock anything. Um, and a particular constituency that was very much against Windows was gamers because the Windows subsystem, you know, slowed down the uh, the graphics that you, know, you get a lot faster by writing directly to the graphics card. Does any of this make sense? So anyway, yes. Microsoft was encouraging people to uh, write games. They didn't want to give us any money for the games, but they said they'd give us you know ten shares of stock or something if we could write a game that they could throw into this thing called Windows Entertainment Pack. Uh, so I, I had already the logic for FreeCell because I'd written the shareware version, and um, I uh, somebody else had written a solitaire version uh, for Windows. So there was a, the, this library of all the graphics for the cards. So mm-hmm. I just I spent literally one weekend merging those two things together: the logic for the game with the graphics from Solitaire, and you know I I had this little game and I submitted it and it was uh, became part of one of the Windows Entertainment Packs. And then I worked on a, a, a version of Windows called Windows NT, and without any, even telling anybody, I stuck it into the build. I, you know, I checked it into the system, mm-hmm. and people liked it, so they left it there. And then I worked on regular Windows, and then I worked on Windows 95. And every version of Windows that I worked on, I would just like you know stick it into the product without telling anyone, and it became this incredibly popular thing. So you I like to think that I've ruined productivity around the world. For you you ruined productivity at one of my first jobs that I had after college. I was a software tester for a little tiny company outside of Boston, and I had very little to do while they were rebuilding the software, usually too many times a week to count. And uh, I would play free sell. And actually, when I quit that job, they asked me to write a job description of what it was I did there. And I wrote one paragraph about testing their you know, database thing, and then four pages about free cell strategies. Uh, You've made my day. (laughs) (laughs) And in fact, the girl who replaced me, I I met her some weeks later when I went back to visit, and and she was like, oh, you're the, you taught me how to play free cell. You've made my life here so much easier. (laughs) And then I felt, you know, validated for that. Now I've made you feel validated, so that's good. Well, the the, the really the best thing about free cell for me is that um, my mother uh, got a lot of mileage out of it because if she would see a friend uh, you know, visiting a friend and there's their computer she'd be able to open up FreeCell and go to the about box and it said FreeCell by Jim Horn and she'd point <laughs> and say see my son made that <laughs> oh see that's so much better my mom can't do that at all there's nothing I've done that she can show to anybody It's I'm useless you are useless oh man I need to learn how to be a programmer <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Jim. This has been great. We well, I appreciate the chance to chat with you guys, and, and uh, best wishes to you. I'll continue to follow your blog. It's uh, uh, it's, it's uh, something that I check every day, so um, well, thank you know, you. keep being more smarter. Uh, and uh, hopefully we can have you on again after you've done the, the blog for a few months, and uh, we can talk, you can tell us what's going on at the New York Times. That'd be fine. I can tell you about you know how jaded I am by the experience or something. <laughs> Absolutely, that sounds terrific. And send us one of those cards with the numbers. Yeah, we want changing numbers every minute. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll be sure to get one uh, in FedEx to you right away. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jim. Thanks, Jim. All right, bye, guys. Bye. bye. Well, that was Jim Horn. That was the amazing Jim Horn. Well, now I feel stupider than I've ever felt. I, in my life. Jim Horn has now is, is has just risen to the ranks of. Definitely one of the smartest people I've ever talked to. Yes. Yeah. And he called us. He did. He called us. Willingly. Absolutely. And on time. He was punctual. He was punctual. He was. And, and... 
and he talked at some great length. I mean, this is already a huge podcast. And, and it's going to be an interesting one for the first time ever. <laughs> wow. Listen to this one, <laughs> boys and girls. Listen. <laughs> I plead with you. We shouldn't, do we even, I mean, I, any talking after this just seems pointless. It really does. I mean, what do we have to do? We have not much viewer mail. We have puzzles we may or may not have already well, discussed. Well, let's not do these puzzles we've already discussed. All right, we're not going to talk do, about any let's puzzles. Do, let's do today's puzzle. Today's puzzle? Today's puzzle. All Monday. right. Monday. So here's, hey, we're going to xwordinfo.com. <laughs> Look at that. Xwordinfo.com. We're going to Monday, September 29th, 2008, by Sharon Delorme. This is her debut, which this we is her debut. know because of xwordinfo.com. Absolutely. Uh, you this, like this puzzle a lot. Well, I thought it was fun. I like things... How long did it take you to solve? This one took me 4 minutes and 53 seconds. Another sub-5 for yes, you. you. Congratulations. Don't, you don't read the blog, do you? Uh, what blog? <laughs> the Jim H. blog? No, it's no, not active anymore. No, our, our blog. We have a our blog. Our blog is actually active. It is? <laughs> yes. No, here's why I haven't been to our blog recently. I haven't done the last three days' worth of puzzles, and so I don't want to go to our blog and get answers. Because I have all the answers. Well, you have some of the answers. I, I don't want you to give anything away. Right. I want to be able to do it. You know, I want my mind to be a, a blank slate, which is usually a very easy <laughs> thing to accomplish. What's the Latin term for that? My uh, mindus. Tabula rasa. Tabula rasa. That's Tabula. blank slate? I think so. Did you learn that because of lost... Maybe. <laughs> there was an episode of yeah, Lost yeah. in the first season yeah, called Maybe Tab I did. I, I just thought it was Tabula. It's oh, Tabula. Oh, dude, I don't know how to pronounce stuff, okay? Okay. 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 <sighs> Let's talk about well, the Sharon Delorme <laughs> Puzlet, edited by Wild Schmitz. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, somebody's pronouncing something correctly. Uh, this was. This had. It's not homophones. It is homo something else. Sapiens. No. It's, I don't know. It's, it's two words that are spelled exactly the same, but mean different things. And are pronounced differently. And are pronounced differently. So we had sewer, I sewer. I think a homophone is the opposite of that. That's two things that are spelled differently and are pronounced the same. Right. So, But this is homo something. So it's an anti-homophone. Well, it's on the blog. Oh, you looked up what it, the word was. You've already blogged about this puzzle? It's... When? It's today. I know. I do it the night before. How does that work? Have I ever been part of this process? <laughs> I, I feel like I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'm not as smart as Jim H. Solving puzzles in under five minutes, blogging about I them. I know, look at me. Pronouncing things. I'm looking at you. Yeah, you what should. are you about to do? <laughs> I'm about to say, drawer, drawer. No, wait, drawer, drawer. I don't know if I'm pronouncing either of those correctly. Probably not. No. Uh, we also had shower shower and tower tower. Yes. And you pointed out that they all have W's in them. They all are all they are all words that the the it's a W E R you know the the thing is a W E R thing. That's right. I wonder if that was part of the plan. Anyway, I like stuff like that. I mean, it was a it was a fine Monday. It had a freshness factor fifty five point two. Yeah. It, it had did. it had Oreo in it. I'm just looking at the freshness factor detail here on Xword Info. Five unique words, which were the four themes, and oh no, oh stun only guns. three of the themes, in fact. Plus stun guns, which was not a theme answer. And tyrants? And tyrants. Shower shower has been used before. That is bizarre. What could possibly be the clue? Shower shower was used on Monday, October 4th, 2004. It was a theme answer, and it was a similar themed puzzle by ah. Seth Abel. Let's talk about that one. Monday, October 4th, 2004. <laughs> shower shower, mobile... It was a mobile mobile. A, a Polish and polish. And... And August, uh, and, and August, August, August. I would Interesting. Imagine. Yeah, 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 majestic summertime. And August, was th August. this was also a Monday puzzle? This was Monday, October fourth, two thousand and four. I did this one. Yeah, this, I've done this puzzle. This looks familiar to me. I have done this. Now, Jim H talked about the archive, and nobody ever goes into the archive of the New York Times puzzles. I do. Yeah, so do I. Because I have all of them. I have my spreadsheet. You have your spreadsheet where I track all my time. You should and have told Jim about. Your oh, spreadsheet. Are you kidding me? I don't want to tell Jim that I have the spreadsheet. He has X-word info. Yeah, I know, but you have a spreadsheet. I have a spreadsheet. That you can patent. That would be like you going to, who's your favorite Dodger? Anybody? You going to a professional baseball player and saying, I have a glove. Like, it, it, it's meaningless. They don't care that well, you have a glove. they sign it. Jim H. is like the superstar celebrity of the electronic age of crosswords 
and I have a dinky little Excel spreadsheet. It's not dinky, it's huge. It is huge. It's like 50 megs. It's gargantuan. Yes. I think people want to be able to do what you do. I don't think they do. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, if you read down the center of this puzzle, it says, I'm off pants comic. Which I'm I off pants comic? What? Comic. I'm off pants comic. Oh, oh, I see. That I was could... reading down the center where it actually says, joke omnis up to. No, that's not funny. I'm off pants comic is funny. You have a thing about pants. Yes. Your Facebook status is always about whether or not your pants have arrived. My pants have not arrived yet. What pants are these? That... I bought pants on at OldNavy.com. You did? I have my cargo pants that I wear every day. Yes, you did. And now the pants that I've been wearing... wearing cargo pants right now. ...every day have lost... Uh, 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 there's a hole in the crotch, yeah. and there's a That's hole not... in the pocket. No, those aren't good So things. I'm losing my coins and my and decency. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, so I went to Old Navy. They didn't have my size... And so I had to order them on OldNavy.com, and they finally shipped, and yeah. they're supposed to come tomorrow. And But in the meantime, you can't go anywhere until these pants arrive. Well, I can't put anything in my left pocket. I keep putting stuff in my left pocket that ends up at my shoe. <laughs> yes, I hate that. I've had that happen with pants before. It's that very is, fun. It's very... And, and I had to pick this thing. I It happened, like, in public. And I had a picture outside the Rite it's Aid. Like keys and coins. And... <laughs> and But the guy didn't see... The guy, anyway, some guy saw me pick up something that came out of my, my pants leg, and he didn't see, like, the whole thing of what happened. He just saw the end of it, and I was a little embarrassing. That, you know, that would be a little embarrassing, I think. Uh, do we want to read... We don't need to read all these viewer mails, but... We only had a few, and, you know, we're going to wrap this up soon, because it's going to be exactly one hour long. But it's going to... It's interesting um, this It time. is interesting. I do so want to say... this far, if you skipped ahead to this part... You, you missed should rewind out. and listen to the Jim H. interview. Uh, I do want to say uh, we have some commenters who have been commenting every day, and I... And I we really appreciate it. We want to shout out to them. We Miguel. Want to we want to shout out to Miguel, who is yeah. hilarious. Miguel's brilliant and He's hysterical. And hysterical. Yeah, yeah. Pat Manzo. Pat Manzo. Pat, not a man, Manzo. Isn't Pat the. Pat is not a man. Pat was at our Lollapazoola. She was yes. the first one to arrive. Yes, she was. But she's Pat, not a, not a boy, not a man. No, not Pat, a, I'm a woman. As a boy is Tom Heilman. Oh, man. It's very complicated. Um, and I believe there's. Orange has been commenting a number of times. Yes. Um, Yes, we have in the past received comments. Now, we, we do we ever announce that we completed the triptych of uh, champions? I think we've we gotten did. comments from Tyler Hinman, from Ann Erdman, and from Dan. The triptych Fair, of, of winners. Season. Yes. Okay, so we've accomplished that. Before time runs out, I do want to say uh, today is a very special day in the life of our good friend Amanda, the unparalleled parallel verse engineer. engineer. Today is her birthday. Today. So uh, I'm going to play Happy Birthday over here on All the right. piano. You want me to sing? Uh, no, not really. Okay. There it was. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, Amanda. Uh, if you're even listening. Do you listen? She listens. Does she? Well, how many listeners do we have? We had like 33 the last time I looked. I don't believe any of them listen. <laughs> Downloading the podcast and listening Jim to the H podcast says he are listens. unrelated. It's easy. Jim H. could say anything and we'd believe it because we are in such awe of Jim he H. He says it with such smartitude. Are you kidding? I mean, he invented free cell for crying out loud. <laughs> he invented free cell. Um, it's it's, it's too much impressive. for me to handle. Did we, do we have email that's worth discussing? Yeah, about the Matt Damon one. Uh, Sammy the Dentist. That uh, Sammy the Dentist has emailed us to say, Gentlemen... I think now would be a good time to take my shirt off. Sincerely, Sammy the Dentist as Matt Damon as Matthew McConaughey. Chomp. Sammy the Dentist. So He also uh, left me a message about... Uh, you said he did a Carol Channing yeah, impression? He, about 20 minutes before we started the show, he did a Carol Channing impression. He called you and he, called he me, talked like Carol Channing. Yes. What did he say? I couldn't really hear it. Did he sing songs from Hello, Dolly? He did not. Do you know any songs from Hello, Dolly? Well, hello, Dolly. Oh, hello, Dolly. It's so nice that you have graced your presence here. It's surprisingly close and frighteningly wrong <laughs> all at the same time. It was really something special. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm glad you got some snapping in, even well, though we did viewer mail without ever opening the bag. Right, that was outside the bag. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy, your we, email is outside the bag. We don't put that in the bag with the others. We, we don't. We try to keep the email that's actually not worth reading 
away from the email that is worth reading. <laughs> of course, we read that one. Oh, man, we've messed it all up. I think we only have about, like, 14 seconds left of this podcast. Uh, Do you have any more songs you want to sing? No, when are you going to... Two weeks you, from now, the next podcast will be two weeks from two now. Two weeks from now. We're not doing the long-distance ones. Although or, we might. Maybe we'll do one one week we might. now. It's possible. It's anything Who knows? Possible. Tune in next week and find out. Same <laughs> crossword channel, same crossword time. Oh, I wish I hadn't ended it like that.